My supervisor threatens to fire me for doing my job, so I throw him under the bus and get him replaced by me. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. First, some background. I work for a communications company. We primarily sell internet-based all-in-one communication solutions for businesses. I'm in the software development department working as a software tester currently. I've been with the company a long time, have worked my way up from phone support, and have a ton of knowledge about the company, including policy and culture. I also have a relative who's worked in HR for many years. I had been working as a software tester for about two years doing manual testing. Our team was fairly unsupervised as we didn't really have a manager, but the company was expanding quickly, so they hired us a manager. Enter Jay the Jerk. At first, things were fine. He was just learning the company. However, it was odd. He never asked anyone for any information. He just said he'd do his own research and spent the first month online reading stuff. Not sure what that taught him about our company specifically, though. After the first month, he hit the ground running. He immediately started creating automation tests, adding to the existing testing code and creating stupid rules that made no sense. He broke tons of crap and took credit for work that wasn't his. Everyone hated him. For the most part, we all ignored him. As of this point, no one has specifically said he was our manager. He was just here to help provide direction. Fast forward a few months and everyone on the team wants to quit. No one can stand him. He and I butt heads more so than others, because I know he's wrong, and I make my decisions based on the best interests of the customers. He hated that I never get in trouble, but I was hand-selected for the position by our CIO. He knows how hard I work. Well, Jay keeps trying to get me in trouble. He finally finally succeeds. I get a write-up from him that is my final warning. I'd never been written up before. I talk to my HR family member, review the company handbook, and then I go to HR with my write-up. I fight it and I win. I get a warning instead. Jay is livid. He gives me the stink eye for months to follow. Fast forward again and he's still after me, but I have a family emergency come up. I have to move out of town. I apply to work from home and my request is granted. Jay can't stand it. He tries to fight it and convince the company not to let me. However, he's not high enough up the chain to override my approval from a C-level manager. He's running out of time to get me fired. I'm in the office working late daily planning for my move and finishing up some of my work to allow time for the move. One of the company's policies for our department is that everyone gets to work from home one day a week. You get to pick as long as it isn't Monday or Friday. People often use this to work from home when sick. Well, I have a medical condition that sometimes requires I take medicine that means I can't drive a car. I emailed the office and let them know I was going to work from home due to being sick. I work for about 30 minutes. Then Jay sends me a message. He tells me that employees are not allowed to pick when they work from home and I need to take the day off and use paid time off. I inform him that I've already worked part of the day and can't take paid time off. He insists that I stop working immediately, so I do. I then contact HR because I know he's coming after me. I confirm that as a salaried employee, if I work at all in a day, I cannot be required to take PTO. HR confirms. I forward the email to Jay. Once again, I've won the game, and he's so ticked I can see steam coming out of his ears every time he looks at me. The next day, I'm back to work. 
Jay sends me an email with a final write-up with a recommendation for termination because I took an unauthorized day off. Excuse me? I immediately forward his email to HR with proof he told me to take the day off. A screenshot of all the conversations I had with him about it and proof I forwarded the previous HR decision to him. In the email, I also concluded that I was filing a formal complaint against him for a hostile workplace, targeting, bullying, retaliating, and a violation of my ADA rights. The response is swift, sweet, and awesome. I'm immediately notified by Jay's boss that moving forward, I report directly to him. My write-up had been torn up, and I can start working from home immediately, prior to my move. Jay's demoted from being the manager of the team. He's super ticked. Within two weeks, they demote him from being the manager of his other team, and then let him go within the month. Prior to his being fired, I got promoted up a level. I made sure to mention it often in our group chat channels. After I showed his true colors to management, he began treating everyone else worse, as I was now off limits. Complaints rolled in so much, they had to let him go. Serves the jerk right. This manager really seemed to have it in for our original poster for what seemed like no reason at all. Because our original poster was a good worker and everyone liked him, you want to get him fired? How does that make any sense? And to try and pull a sneaky move like that, telling you to take the day off and then report you for taking said day off, was bound to backfire. No one else is going to see that as anything other than a spiteful move, especially your boss. Entitled mother blames me for ruining her kid's Christmas. I got a seasonal promotion at a local game shop and was told I ruined their child's holiday. So with the PS5s and Xbox series being the newest consoles, we sold out of the 10 we got on Black Friday within 15 minutes of opening, and it was sporadic when we got more. December 11th, maybe 5 minutes before I was supposed to clock out, I was told we were going live with sales of limited numbers. No holding. We were allowed to text someone that was looking for one about them going live, but that's about it. So I ended up staying an extra hour and we sold out again. So no more until we get a new shipment, with the added news of none coming until February or March. Last night, a woman came in and was asking about games we had in stock, which isn't much due to the holidays. So we offered to print a list and let's just say she was a bit difficult. So not only did she not take said list, she got mad because I scanned every game case she brought up only to tell her it's not in stock. Why are there cases on the wall then if it's not in stock? That makes no sense to keep them up there. I agree. However, my boss's boss wants us to keep all the cases up. If you'd like, we can order them on the store website and have them shipped to your home. Another option is that I can check other stores. Will it be in my home for Christmas? I can't guarantee that. I can check other stores. How far would you have to drive? About 30 minutes for Town A and 45 for Town B. They both have two of the games you want in stock. That's too far. I have other things to do. You can have it shipped to your home, but there's no guarantee that it'll be there by Christmas. Why have them shipped if there's no guarantee? You can't just go pick them up for me? I'm pretty sure that's against company policy. If you want, I can sell you a gift card in place of the games. That way after Christmas, whoever the games are for can come in and pick out the games they want. Fine, let's do that. At least this way I can tell my kitty you were the one that ruined their Christmas. Do you have an account with us? After she left, I went back to put the stack of games she brought up, only to find out that the jerk had also messed up the shirts and collectibles. 
This is just one of those classic entitled mothers. Honestly, December 11th is kinda waiting late for Christmas stuff, especially if you want to have it shipped. There's always delays at that time of year. You need to kinda be out ahead of the game. Our original poster did offer every other option they could. It's not their fault that none of those are good choices for you. Maybe next time, think ahead. My older sister ran away from her marriage, so I told her husband exactly where she was. This happened two years ago, and I still feel guilty over it, so I thought I would post it here to see if I was the jerk or not. Our mom died when my sister was 19 and I was 10, so she practically raised me. Our dad left when I was a baby. She married her husband when she was 22, and I lived with them until I went to university. Her husband did a lot for us, including making sure my sister could finish her degree which she had to drop out of when our parents died to look after me. He has one major flaw, though, which is that he's a workaholic. He got really bad when his father announced he was going to retire soon, and he started actively grooming my brother-in-law to take over their family business. This meant my brother-in-law had to travel a lot more for client meetings. My sister hated it, but sucked it up mostly. When my sister was pregnant, she called him while he was abroad and begged him to come back home, because she was experiencing some cramping and she was scared some was wrong. He basically told her that everything would be fine and he'd be home in a few days. It got worse and she tried to call him again, but his phone was switched off. She ended up calling me in tears because she was bleeding and he wasn't answering. I was away at university at the time and it took me a few hours to get back home. By that time, she was already at the hospital and knew she was miscarrying. My sister ended up packing up her stuff and leaving their marital home after and swore me to secrecy. She pretty much ghosted him. She still talked to me and it was obvious she was depressed and when I tried to convince her to talk to him or to talk to a therapist, she refused to. My brother-in-law was a mess and after two weeks I ended up telling him where she was because I felt sorry for him and I was also worried about my sister. Things were really awful between them for a few months and my sister resented me a lot for telling him where she was initially, but they did eventually manage to work things out. When she first saw me after he made her come home she said that I had betrayed her and she wouldn't forgive me. I've told this story to a few people and the general consensus was that I was a jerk because I took the choice away from my sister and it looked like I was favoring my brother-in-law. So what's the verdict? This is a bit of a tough situation. I don't think that her husband deserved to just be ghosted like that. He may be a workaholic, but he at least deserves to have a face-to-face conversation. And at the end of the day, she's the one that chose to go back with him. You didn't force her to make that decision. And I hope he didn't either. Maybe you did take away her choice, but I don't feel like you were favoring your brother-in-law. I think you were just giving him what he deserved, which was a face-to-face conversation about what had happened. I can't imagine Imagine how he must have been feeling for his child to have been miscarried and his wife to have just disappeared. This may be a controversial opinion, but I think our original poster did the right thing here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entitled mother, aka my sister, threw a fit and made her kids cry because I wouldn't take them on vacation with me. A little over two years ago, I won a raffle at my job for an all-expense-paid family vacation. It wasn't some super fancy prize to Disneyland or anything crazy like that. It was just a nice three-day stay at this little beach house in place. It was for four people, and I asked around and found out the package deal cost just under $400. Pricey for me, but not so much for the older and more experienced co-workers I have. I of course asked my boyfriend at the time to go, but he couldn't take off school. I wanted to take my single friends and make it a girls trip type deal, but they either couldn't because of work or other IRL responsibilities at the time, which I was sad about but understood. Since that plan was a bust, I decided to see if my sister and her two little kids wanted to come. I figured they'd enjoy it and so would my sister, and I didn't want to waste the tickets. Well, I went down to visit my family that weekend, intent on asking sis if they'd want to come. But the longer I was there, the more I hated the idea. By the time I was packing up to go home, I knew I wasn't inviting them. I love my niece and nephew, but they were super bratty back then, because my sister never disciplines them, ever. They're doing better these days. I love them, but she lets them get into everything and never watches them unless someone, either me or our mom, yells at her to get off her butt and watch them. Visiting is always a chore, because I end up watching them to give our mom a break. It's pathetic. And every time I visit, my sis dumped them on me the entire time, like usual. And by that point, I knew if they came, it would turn into me babysitting them while she had a vacation. So I didn't mention the trip or vacation and just said goodbye before leaving. Next day, I called my good friend Megan because she has two kids, older than sis's kids and very well behaved. And she's a single working mom who I figured could use the vacay. I asked 
asked if she would be free for XYZ days and she was like, yeah. So I offered to invite her along with me on this vacay if she would pay for gas to get us all to and from there while I would pay for the food for us to and from there. And she happily agreed. We went and had a blast. I got a pretty good tan. We ate lots of buffet food, swam at the beach, and did fun family, kid-friendly type activities all weekend before coming back. Her kids are super sweet, and it didn't feel like I was babysitting at all, even when I was helping Megan with them. After I got home, I posted some pics I took. Nothing in your face, just a couple of cute ones of me and us on the beach. And before lunch even rolled around on my first day back at work, Sis was blowing up my phone. I knew ignoring her calls would just prolong the inevitable, so I answered. I barely got past my hey before she was asking how the heck I could afford a vacation. I told her it was a raffle prize. She asked who won, me or my friend, and I said me. I don't enjoy lying. It stresses me out. She proceeded to flip her lid, demanding to know why I hadn't invited her. I was honest and said I didn't want to end up babysitting her kids for my entire vacation. She got mad and called me a jerk, then said I knew she needed a vacation, and then hung up on me before I could reply. I just sighed and continued working. Later, while I was leaving work, our mom called me asking why I'd promised my niece and nephew I'd take them on a vacation. I said I never told them I would. I hadn't even spoken to them since the last time I visited. Turns out, sis told them we were all supposed to go on a beach vacation together, but I ruined it and now they didn't get to go. So niece and nephew sobbed all day. It took our mom ages to get them to stop crying long enough to explain what was wrong. I told my mom my side and she said I was mean to not invite my sister and niece and nephew, but she dropped it after I said I told her I didn't invite them because I didn't feel like babysitting my whole vacation. My mom also tore into sis for lying to her and also hurting her kids feelings like that, getting their hopes up about a vacation and then dashing them by saying I ruined it and they couldn't go. I wasn't there, but mom said sis threw a huge fit and basically trash talked me all afternoon. The only thing I really felt bad about was my sister getting niece and nephew's hopes up like that. That's the exact reason I'd never said anything to them. But to cheer them up, I took them the next weekend to a kid's play place. They're always on their best behavior with me because they know I don't play like their mom and I will turn my car around and take them home if they're bratty when they're with me. So they got to eat pizza, play games, and climb this huge indoor jungle gym thing and even ride a couple kitty rides. I also sat down with them while they ate and explained that the trip I went on was for me and my friend and that they wouldn't have liked it because it got so hot and sweaty. They handled it very well. No tears or anything. Much better than my entitled sister. While I can understand why your sister might be a little upset at getting left out of this, why she would go ahead and get the kids' hopes up just to hurt them like that is beyond me. It's almost like she just wants them to suffer too, or is trying to use them to guilt you into a new vacation or something. Either way, it's a really petty move where she's playing with her child's emotions for no reason. There's nothing to gain out of this situation. Maybe she gets the hint to try and be a more attentive mother from now on. Other people don't want to have to be raising your kids.
I told my wife it's her job to babysit the kids. I, 35-year-old male, have been married to my wife, 32-year-old female, for seven years. We have two children together, six-year-old male and three-year-old female. She takes care of the house and babysits the kids most of the time because she's a stay-at-home mom. But we evenly split chores and childcare on weekends when I get home from work. We moved to her home state from mine because she wanted to be closer to her parents and her childhood friends. Now, she's a lot more social than I am. She goes on three to four girls trips a year. I have no issues with that and I'm happy to babysit the kids full time in her absence. I'm more of a homebody anyway, so I usually like to just paint in the spare room or play video games every once in a while instead of traveling out of state. I don't really take time off from work unless we do something as a family. For the past three to four months, I was very busy on a major project at work. I've been working 60 hours a week and frankly, I'm exhausted with the stress. So when the project was finally coming to an end, I I told my wife I'm taking a day off and I won't be doing any work around the house. Of course, I'd still clean up after myself, but I didn't want to do any chores or childcare on that one day. I told her that two weeks in advance and she agreed. I also reminded her three days before. However, when that day came, my wife forgot about our agreement. I was in the painting room and my wife interrupted me, telling me she needed me to give our daughter a bath because she spilt milk all over herself and couldn't do it because she had to wash the dishes. It was annoying, but whatever. Things happen. Later on, when I was playing video games, my wife tells me our son needs help with his math homework. I ask her why she can't help him herself, and she said it's because she has some work to do. This work was actually her best friend coming over and chatting for an hour. This really ticked me off. So after I helped my son and the best friend left, I told my wife I'm leaving the house for four to five hours. She asked me where I was going. I told her I'm just going to chill in the park and do whatever. But then she said she needs me to help out with the chores and with the kids. I told her that today was my day off from all work, including housework, and it's her job to babysit the kids on this day. Then I left the house. When I came back, she was acting cold and called me a jerk for just abandoning her and the kids. I think she's being dramatic, but when I spoke to my sister, she said parenting's a 24-7 job. So am I the jerk? I don't know. It sounds like you've been working pretty hard and deserve to just have one day off. You were willing to compromise when things came up. You gave your daughter a bath when needed. Obviously, you're still willing to jump in when you have to. But for her to leave you to do stuff while she had her friend over, that doesn't really feel right. Like you said, you've been working for the past three to four months, 60 hours plus a week. That is enough to add up for anybody. At the same time, if we flip it and look at the wife's situation, she's had to look after the kids all this time when you've been at work. Finally having you home for a full day might be kind of like a vacation for her too, because she can actually get some help with the things around the house, and maybe even squeeze in a little bit of time with a friend. I don't know, this is one where I can really see it from both sides. At the end of the day, like your sister said, parenting is a 24-7 job. Your wife has been handling that for the most part. Maybe you just need to jump in just a little bit. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.